Hey everybody, welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host Lance, and this week, uh, well first off, last week, you know, we talked about how I was a little under the weather and stuff. Uh, I'm still kind of am. I'm sorry, just full disclosure and transparency. I just, man, my head's just, I, I don't know, can't wrap my mind around things and stuff. Um, add that there's some crazy things going on where I'm at right now that I can't wrap my head around and stuff. Uh, there's things this week, you know, I've already done Dr. Seuss's birthday uh, and stuff, so I can't, I'm just 100% honest, I can't focus enough right now to do a week's worth of shows. So we're going to visit the archives for this week, and I'm going to pull shows that were done for this week of the year in previous years. Uh, Joys of doing this thing for six years, you know. I have over 1,300 shows to pull from. But this one comes from 2017. I was talking all about oceans. I was on a cruise. I was actually on the, the cruise when the episode went up. Um, I made it back. I had fun. But yeah, I'm going to talk about oceans and video games. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. Um, as we established last week, I'm on a boat. I almost used that for our song this week, but uh, got to keep it a little little more PG than that. So I'm out in the ocean right now. Um, hopefully things are going good. Uh, we'll find out. If there's no shows next week, you know something went wrong. But... No, so, really excited. So this week we're focusing on the ocean and all, you know, all the things that it has and does and how amazing it is. It's, you know, the majority of our Earth is ocean, so that is, it's wonderful and impressive. Um, so starting today, we're looking at, oh, before I do, a uh, big shout out still to Derek from Blah Blah Comics, Blah Blah Curse Words, and Assembling the Avengers for uploading these shows. Appreciate it, buddy. You're the best. Um, so today, we're going to look at some of the best, like, water video games. Um, water is the eternal curse of video games. It has been so hard to handle, and so many things, you know, go wrong. Like, there's so many games where you just die. Like, you touch the water, and you die. Uh, because they couldn't handle it. They couldn't do everything they needed to. And, you know, understandable, but... There's also a lot of great examples of water as well. And so we're going to look at those. Say These are the best water settings in video games. Uh, number five is going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, I didn't say it's my favorite, but it's definitely, you know, memorable and impressive. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you played the game, you know what I'm talking about. There's this one level uh, later on in the game where you're underwater having to disarm bombs, you're on a timer, and there's electric seaweed stuff everywhere, and it is incredibly, incredibly frustrating. Like, it's... I, I just say let them destroy the dam and we'll sort out everything later. But that that's not how the game works. You don't get to make that choice, so you have to do this. Um, I remember being a little kid and getting so frustrated. I mean, even to this day, I have a hard time with that level it is insanely difficult and that was you know 
you had games like Mario and stuff where the water is all happy and friendly and, and every time you get to the water level in Ninja Turtles you just instantly become angry because you know what you're about to get into um, you know Nintendo games are notorious for their difficulty and while the rest of this game wasn't a cakewalk that level is dumb like but it's such a good use of water you know it's like it really shows you know the close you know being underwater and being scared and everything especially when the timer starts going faster oh it's it's memorable if nothing else and that's why it's number five on this list uh number four is going to be echo the dolphin this was a sega genesis game way back in the day it came out in 92 uh 93 in japan but this game i remember when i was a kid seeing it and i was like that this looks kind of dumb you're a dolphin just right you know hanging out and doing dolphin stuff but once you played it there's so much more going on uh you know you have to since you are a dolphin you have to come up for air a lot um and it's just oh you can attack sharks like do your little spear dive um there's some mystic stuff kind of going on with these crystals or glyph things and it's just so so much fun um and, and it stands up too like you can still play it today it's on uh xbox live nintendo virtual console 3d i mean it's it's out there where you can get it and it's so much so that you know there's even a sequel to it and uh then the sequel like you travel through time and everything but the first one you know you're hanging out and just being a dolphin as you do and then this magical water spout forms and gets everything except you and so you go to find the rest of your pod and you find out that everything is in chaos um you got this big well i just it's the story is a little weird, but it, you know, because you start involving Atlantis and dinosaurs and everything, uh, which, you know, they don't advertise that. You just, it looks just like a dolphin game. Um, I think if they would have done that, it would have been an even bigger hit. You know, this is definitely a fan favorite cult classic type game. You know, people still have all sorts of fond memories of Echo the Dolphin, and, you know, I can see why. There's... A lot of stuff there. Um, like I said, I enjoy it. I have since, in my old age, tracked it down on Sega Genesis to get a copy of it. And it's just lots and lots and lots of fun. And I really enjoy it. Number three. Um, this one may make a few of you mad, but that's what we're here for. Number three is going to be Bioshock in the City of Rapture. Uh, you know, we talked about in Ninja Turtles just being that sense of drowning and claustrophobia and everything and Bioshock does that perfectly you know the little leaks everywhere and just the ambiance of it is amazing and that's why it's you know regarded as one of the best video game franchises of all time uh, you know the Bioshock and Bioshock 2 were both set in Rapture um Infinite, you know, goes up in the sky, so we're not really counting it. But they did have the Barrel at Sea DLC for it, so yeah, all of them. Um, you know, it's really cool having that kind of, I don't know, neo noir where it's classic but modern 
um, almost borderline like steampunkish, and you just go through and oh, like the first time you see a big daddy is so scary, and you, you realize hey, I got to level up my powers quick, and that's you know another cool aspect of it. You know, crafting the syringes and things to make your uh, yourself more powerful and better equipped for everything. Um, it's interesting, you know, I wouldn't call it a, a horror game necessarily, but it's definitely freaky. And it's, and part of that is because, you know, you're stuck in a little thing in the bottom of the ocean and that's just super scary. Um, you know, a lot of people have fears of things like that and it helps play off of that while still telling a phenomenal story. Uh, number two is going to be Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. This was the last Assassin's Creed to have numbering in it and one of my favorite ones. Um, this and oh, I, don't, I mean there's, I, they're all good but this one, you know, being a pirate everybody loved. Um, part of the, the appeal of this game was just going out in the open seas and plundering and looting and ship battles. I, I wish they would have made a multiplayer of it. Um, I think that would have been really cool to have, you know, your pirate ship versus somebody else's pirate ship. Had the little app game that you could level up your ship in. Uh, just everything about this game worked. And it was so, so much fun. Um, uh, you know, you're Edward, who's a reluctant assassin kind of stumbles into it and then but ends up embracing the role and yeah, there was some controversy around it with the whaling and stuff but you know that's a sign of the times that's what they did and i you know it's part of the game and there's just so much other stuff going on like when you do the diving missions you have your little diving bells to find treasure treasure sorry treasure and things just a great game it hits you know even if you're not an assassin's creed fan you can enjoy this game it's uh really really good the dlc for it the spin-off freedom cry was phenomenal as well um a lot of sea and slavery action on that one uh but black flag you know it just the first time you're thrown in there i, I remember just cruising around and when it was nice weather and all the your men on the ship would be singing their little pirate shanties. Um, I had, surprise, the collector's edition of this game. And I had the soundtrack. I was at GameStop at the time. And we would put that soundtrack on and just sing, you know, sailor songs. And it was a lot of fun. And it's, you know, it's such a phenomenal game. If you have somebody who has never played Assassin's Creed, let them play this one first. And they'll be, I think they'll be hooked, you know. This, so far, is the best thing as a pirate game that we have uh, to date until Sea of Thieves or whatever it is comes out later on this year, which I'm excited about, too. Uh, before we get to our number one, do have a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, it's going to be Yonoid, another NES game. It started off in a water level and really kind of helped set the tone. Same thing, Mario 3. Uh, the water levels on that were really good. Let us know what some of your honorable mentions are. Uh, leave comments here below or over on Facebook, and we'll talk about those when you send them in. Our number one, though, the number one water set game is Seaman. This was a Sega Dreamcast game that is just weird and awesome. And I I don't know. It, Leonard Nimoy is the kind of narrator. 
guy of it. Basically what it is, is you have this aquarium. So that's where the water comes in. Um, and there's this little tadpole in there. But it has a human face. And it starts off as a baby. And you have to raise it and teach it and talk to it. And it learns. And it's super, super creepy. Um, and it, you know, becomes a fish with a face. And ultimately, like a, a frog with a human face. And... Yeah, you heard me right. It was on Dreamcast. So this came out like in 99, 2000. Um, came with a microphone. So you could actually talk to it. And he could carry on conversations. And he would learn stuff. And he would use the internet connection in your Dreamcast to figure out where you are and what the weather was like. And he was kind of a jerk sometimes. Um, but, you know, you, it's really one of the first games, uh, one of the first anythings to really do voice recognition and do it really well. You know, there, I remember playing it and there were few, very few times that I would have to repeat myself as to what I was saying. Um, you know, he would learn when your birthday was, um, what you'd like to eat, just all sorts of stuff. And it's just crazy and creepy because just the imagery of this fish with a human face is strange. Uh, but it's super memorable and it was a lot of fun and that's why it's number one on our, our list you know when I think of water in a game I think of raising my seaman and it's yeah it's the best best thing ever um, if you can track down videos of it definitely watch them uh, I still have my copy and I'm, who knows maybe once we get our YouTube thing going we'll stream some video of us playing that but yes it's creepy oh just thinking about it. nightmares. Uh, something about water and scary stuff. You know, Bioshock, same way. But that's it for us today. Uh, make sure you find us out there in Internet Land, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Just look for the Night Nerd. Uh, like, comment, share, and subscribe. All the shows, not just us here, but blah, blah, comments, blah, blah, curse words, and title indicates meaning. Lots of great things going on on those shows. Um, normally I would say email me and let me know what you want me to talk about this week, but I don't think I'll be back by Friday. But you can still email me. I'd love to hear from you. You can email those to thenightnerd at outlook.com or just nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. Respond to everything we get. We'd love to hear from you all. Uh, that's it for today. Again, I'm Lance. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands And watches the ships that go sail